Tay Visuals Podcast, man. Special guest. Yeah. I don't even know what to call him. Yeah. We do so many things. We just gonna stay yeah. entertaining, you dig? Yeah. Yeah. New song. Yeah. You say you been ballin'. Bitch, where? Bitch, where? Bitch, where? You, too, bitch, where? <laughs> you say you been getting money. <laughs> bitch, where? I ain't even said that. Bitch, where? Bitch, where? You say you been ballin'. Bitch, where? Bitch, where? Bitch, where? You say you been getting money. Bitch, where? Bitch, where? Bitch, where? She said she gon' eat the team. Bitch, swear. That go my Amiri jean. Right there. Got the dirty Glock, I'm Mr. Clean. Serving O's by the law, I feel like creepy cream. Bitch, join the team. I keep a fire like I play for the Rockets. That's all we gonna give him. That's all y'all gonna give him right, right there. Tell him what the name of the song is, man. Song right now is called Bitch Wear. Bitch Wear. That's how we uh, coming with it. Uh, is your um entertainer name gonna be your same artist name when you come out? Uh, I'ma just I'ma just cut it short mm-hmm. on some on some tweet shit. I'ma just say tweet. I like cut it short. Take the sub off. Now you know um when entertainers usually do music, it is usually funny. Are you aiming for the funny route? Or are you really Trying to make real music. Nah, I'm really trying to make real music. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really, that's what I do all day. I listen to music. Like that's that's the main thing I do. Like that shit sparked a lot of my ideas for my skits. Uh, it just really just keep me level headed. So music, like one of my main things. Okay, okay. Now, what? Where did the music come from? Did it just come out the blue, or is it or is something you've been thinking about? Uh, shit. Music really came like right in the beginning when I first started doing like the comedy thing. Like I uh, linked up with my dude uh, Cozy, and we was doing like a lot of shit. Like the Dolphin, we performed at Jazz Fest, uh, a bunch of little venues around the city. Mm-hmm. Shit was like not the actual song, but the the dance itself was on like 2K. I know y'all play 2K. Yeah. Like that shit been on 2K for like six, seven years now. <laughs> Now, um, with all this, you the creative of, are you the creator of Hit the Duffer, Hit the Duffer, right? Co-creator, me and uh, Cozy. Co-creator, and this was a minute back where you um first started like on Vine and stuff, right? Right. What made you start making these videos, skits, all type of things? Um, honestly, it was fuck when I was able to. When I got an iPhone, really, like I had like a little <laughs> shitty ass Android, um. I mean, that's just always been a thing. Like, I grew up saying I wanted to be a comedian, and I didn't even know what the fuck it was. Uh-huh. Like, I said that shit a long time ago, and as time went on, like, that shit just came into play. Mm-hmm. So it was like, kind of was like, it was a destined thing, so. Now, when Vine was out, Instagram, then Instagram came, it, it kind of changed the game. It made the videos longer. Right. And just social media, period, probably just, like, took off for a lot of, um, influencers, content creators, things like that. How did Instagram affect you blowing up? Because you had a lot of viral videos. Um, Really? Inst- I, didn't, I didn't fuck with Instagram at first. I was straight Twitter, strictly mm-hmm. Twitter. And that's how a lot of people even found out about me or they knew about me. Um, And then I kind of started branching off on Instagram because people started saying, like, you need to get on every platform. Mm-hmm. And... Good thing I did because like now my Twitter is like it's disabled, so I don't even have that shit no more. So right now I've been thugging it out on the Instagram Damn, and TikTok. TikTok, TikTok is new now. The name, Twitter, Subtweet Sean. Right. 
What sparked the name Subtweet Chunk other than the obvious Twitter? Uh, shit, that was like my first viral video. Mm-hmm. I did a video about females subtweeting each other on, on the timeline, and they took that shit. I made like a little bounce song. That shit went like, you know, semi-viral in the city. It was on the radio, and I took that name and shit, Subtweet. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about a viral video you have, which is the... The obvious, the Kirk Franklin one. Right. What you say got took down so many times. Yeah. I don't know what was the highest retweets or likes, but I know it was up there in a thousand, thousand, thousands. How did this video come about? Uh, it it was this video. This guy, he was like uh, it was like this this fat light skin dude, man. He was at the bus stop or something. Mm-hmm. And a dude pulled up on him, and he just like started twerking and shaking his ass and shit. Like I was like, oh no. So I'm like, look, I think I could take this video, flip it into right. something positive or, you know, something that people really like. And then I did I did that video probably like the day before I went to school, like LSU for the first, my first uh, day. Mm-hmm. So I did that and it was like on and popping after that. How, how does making viral videos, because when somebody makes a viral video, people be like, that's their big break. But how do you transfer making viral videos into money? Because that's the... And go for making the videos, right? Oh yeah, it's it's really about like you know when people they see what you can do with your platform, they want to like use that and you know boost their business. Uh, even like you know with the get the gat thing, um, I took somebody's song and, and blew that shit up, and people saw that. So many people coming, oh, can you do that for me? Do that for my song, but it's like shit ain't hot, so I can't <laughs> do it like that. Like right. you know, it it just don't work like that. Right now, that that was one of your another. Big, big moments for you to get the get in. That was the 2019, 2020. 2020. With LSU team winning the championship. One of the greatest teams, they say. That was Definitely a, the greatest team. Fact, that was a um, big influence. They was all in the White House doing this. I saw this in your story. Yeah, you had some of the, the politicians doing it and all. Yeah. Uh, what was your feeling when you saw all that? Man... It was, the, the shit was like every every morning I was waking up, I was seeing like uh, a motherfucker I'm looking up to, like either doing a the motherfucker, they posting it, like this nigga Drake, he in the club, DJing, playing the shit, Wayne, he on a podcast saying the shit, Jay-Z, this nigga got a song, he's saying get the gat in the shit, so it's like all this shit is fucking my head up to even know the impact and the reach that I have with, with my platform. Uh-huh. Now, what was the... Did anybody directly contact you who I guess you looked up to? Or did you see anybody directly like this kid, this dude funny? Anybody like that? Well, as far as from the get together before that. Oh, um, anytime. Um, yeah, uh, Chance the Rapper, that was like one of the first people to ever reach out to me and, uh, you know, want to do something. You know, I, I linked up with him. Um, shit. As far as a retweet, like, I, I, I look at all that shit too. Like, yeah, Kanye, Kanye West. <laughs> I'm never gonna let that shit go. That was some legendary shit. It was a video I had at the uh, LSU football game, and Mo Bamba came on, and you know it's like number white people around me. And a part came up in the song where they was about to say "nigga," <laughs> and I started that, looking I, around, I that. <laughs> and that shit like that was some simple shit that went viral right there. Uh-huh. Now, you um entertain, you do the comedy thing. Are you in a stand up? I definitely do stand up, but I kind of got away from it because I want to start tapping more into acting. Like I want to do more serious things. That's why I'm kind of I want to shy away from the the comedy side right now because that's what I want to hop into. I don't want to get boxed into 
just being a funny guy. Like, that's why I'm branching out, doing the music, you know, shit like that. Okay. Now, with doing it, how do you feel, what, what do you feel is the difference between Instagram comedy and stand-up comedy, like skits versus being on a stage? I feel like stand-up comedy, that really show you if you're funny or not, because, like, you don't have a chance to sit there and take a break. Okay, let me do this over. Like, you on a spot. You got to make these fucking people laugh. Mm -hmm. And I really, you know, I was dwelling with that shit. Like, if I have a show and, like, 400, 500 people there, I'm going out there and I'm cracking that shit. Like, mm -hmm. that's... That that really shows you if you if you really got it. I feel like if you can't translate your Instagram shit into stand up comedy, then like I just don't think comedy is just the you know it ain't for you. Facts. Now, um, what was the biggest show you ever did doing stand up? Um, the biggest show I ever did, I had one at Xavier for their uh, homecoming, and oh, it was like it probably was about five hundred people. Uh, I think Troy Troy talked about this. He told me you um got him started um. Yeah, I, he uh Troy reached out to me in a DM one time, and he was like, you know, give me some pointers and some tips. I was like, shit, I'm just starting, really. <laughs> and you know, I had I, I I plugged him in with, the, with my guy Mark Caesar, mm -hmm. and that's who got me started. So now Troy doing his thing now, like he he really doing his shit. Thanks. Now, what what has been what was the best moment you had doing stand up? Best moment I had, um. Shit, I got a, a standing ovation. Like I, like I have everybody lit the crowd up with their they yeah. lights and shit. Like mm -hmm. it was the Xavier show, and it was this other show I did at the Comedy House, um, downtown. Downtown, um, like by the bowling alley. Yeah. All right. And what was the worst moment? Have you ever got? Bullied? It's fucking funny because I just <laughs> was talking about this shit today with uh, with Rob Cosby because he was on the show with me, mm -hmm. and we both said that was our worst show. Mm -hmm. Not only because it was probably like fucking seven people in that motherfucker. <laughs> it really like, it felt like I was having a conversation like this. Uh -huh. And this one dude stood up and was like, man, that shit ain't funny. And I, black or white? Black. <laughs> and I kid exactly. you not, that was the end of, that was the end of it for me. I'm lying. I know you lying. My yeah, first, no, I'm lying, I'm lying. My, my second, my second ever stand-up show, I told literally one joke. I got up there. I said a joke, no fucking body left, like nobody. <laughs> and I wasn't even booked to be on the show. Like nigga kept like, telling me, yo, get up there, get up there. I did that shit, man. That was the that was the fucking worst shit I ever like experienced. I was so embarrassed, bro. You was expecting to laugh though when you said it? Nah, because I wouldn't even I didn't even want to go up there because I wasn't even confident in my shit yet. Like I had my first show like rock that shit. Everybody was fucking with me. And then the second one, I I was kind of nervous because I'm like, man, fuck, I don't. You know, I'm not prepared for this shit. Like, mm -hmm. do do you remember the joke? I, I, I definitely it? remember the joke. What was it? I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "You can tell you." I was like, that. "Um, yeah, man." I was like, "Yeah, I don't know what I ate back there, but uh, you know, I went in the bathroom and I was shitting." And I'm like, "Yo, y'all ever be shitting and then trying to get that last turd out, and that bitch just hanging like a slave?" And I looked around, <laughs> and nobody. Ain't no fucking body laughed at that shit, bro. I got Why? off that stage yeah, so fucking fast. Funny, I don't know. I don't know if it's the way I delivered it. Right. Or they ain't know who the fuck I was. I got off that stage so fast, bro. Yeah, maybe it was too soon to hit that one. I don't know, bro. Now, in your career, what what do you feel has been the the biggest? I guess the biggest obstacle you have to 
get over to get to the next level or the at the level you want to be to? It's two things. Um, cause I'm, I'm always bringing this shit up, like, cause that was like half of my audience. My Twitter, mm-hmm. like, that shit had literally every single video I ever made on the, like all my views, like. If if nigga won't talk about numbers, like I'm pulling that shit up. Like I'm getting five hundred K plus views like every video. Um so with that being gone, like that shit kinda tough to do it on Instagram now because Instagram got a whole bunch of weird shit it do with this platform. Is yeah. Hard, bro. Like, that shit you post somebody might not even see your video. Right. And I got fucking sixty plus thousand followers and on you only showing my shit to like ten percent of them. Right. And that's one of them. And also, like, it tying into the Twitter. But people not seeing me on Twitter no more, like, people are quick to write me off saying I fell off or, mm-hmm. oh, he must not be doing this no more. Nah, it's just because you don't see my shit. Like, I still go viral. Like, if you look at my views, it's still right. the same. Mm-hmm. So I got to deal with that type of shit. Like, people just feeling like, you know, you probably fell off. Like, it's a must. For content creators, it's like you have to go viral every day mm-hmm. because there's so many people out here right. doing the same shit you're doing. Like, if you don't go viral tomorrow, they're going to feel like, oh, on to the next. Like, right. it's over with. Right. So, you just got to really keep the ball rolling. Why did your Twitter get deleted? Um, It was over some some music shit, like some uh, copyright, a Damn. copyright infringement. Damn. And they got literally, they got hoes on Twitter, ass naked. Right. Still got this yeah, shit. And now I'm getting this. deleted for music. That's a killer, bro. Now, I want to go into the process of you... Making skits, what is, what is your process? Do you wake up, you like, boom, we gonna do this today, or just pop to your head? Um, yeah, sometimes like I, I, could, I have a dream about some shit, bro, and I just wake up and I'm like, damn, what I thought about that last night, or like I told you, with the music, I throw some music on, I sit there and I vibe out, mm-hmm. and that's when I think about whatever it is, like, and I, I'm like, all right, let's go do this. Uh, but as of recently, you know, I, I just been getting back into. To really doing skits more because you know I, I kind of was slacking with it at first. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, you know, is this really what I want to do? I really want to go act, but mm-hmm. I feel like this is something I need to do until I do that. Mm-hmm. Now with skits, I seen a few collabs on your page with Rob Kai. I seen one with um, Laugh with Derek. The recent ones, you did plenty more with other people. How do you? I guess how does the collab skits come apart? Well, come together with other kinds of creators. Uh, shit, we just make a call like, yo, let's link up, mm-hmm. and then we go from there. Like we link up and we both put our ideas together, and we just you know let the magic happen. Is this what people you know or you don't know? Yeah, this this is people I I know Rob, I know Derek, uh, like everybody probably saw me in the video with. I, I knew them like already. Okay, now New Orleans, New Orleans, um, comedy. How do you try to not be put into a box of just being a New Orleans comedians, because we have our own slang here, mm-hmm. and some people might not. New Orleans is very famous for our accent, but some people might be like, don't understand what you're talking about in some of your videos. How do you get outside of that? Shit, I try to, like most of my videos, I try to make it not always about New Orleans, mm-hmm. so, you know, everybody can relate to them. Like, I have, like, a lot of content that I put out that's not just for New Orleans, like. You know, when people do like a, a New Orleans niggas video, video be like, that might only reach in New Orleans. Like, I like to make my shit like everybody around the, you know, around the world can relate to this shit. Mm-hmm. Now, in your career so far, what you feel has, what have you feel has been your best moment? 
Mm. Or you like, it's out of here. I'm going up. Ain't no coming back. Shit. I done had a couple of those moments, bro. Like, I didn't, like I said, I post some shit, and I, I didn't have many videos that didn't did some sick-ass numbers, and I just be like, all right, like, you know, come on now. What, what, what the fuck? Like, is this it? Is this the break? Yeah. So, yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I'm, I feel like every year I'm putting out something that that goes like, you know, that's, that's it. Like, every year I, I didn't have a video that was like, that you know, one. yeah, that was that one. But what, what's the um, thing that's not making it that one for you? I mean, it is. I feel like it's just a timing thing, man. That's, I feel like that's what it is. It's just all about timing. Like, I, I look at it as I gotta keep going. Cause if I stop, then Take away yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm regret that shit every day if I just stop. Now, you um spoke on the acting. What made you want? to start getting into that field of branching out into the acting scene? Um, like, a lot of the people that I look up to, like, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Like, that, that's, that's, I'm not going to say I model everything, behind, you know, behind him, but I just look at him and I'm like, okay, like, that's exactly what I'm doing. Like, he does the music, comedy, acting. Like, that's exactly what I'm doing. So it's like, that type of shit motivates me. So I, I'm like, okay, I see what he's doing. I know I could do that. Okay. Have you had any outings yet of you showcasing your talent for acting? Uh, have you did any auditions? Um, I do, I've done a couple of extra roles. Um, as far as that, uh, we we working on something right now. I mean, this guy named Dorian Francis mm -hmm. working on a mini series. So that's something we cooking up. I'll be in that. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Um. I got a couple more things. Y'all, y'all, y'all will be finding out about it soon. Mm -hmm. Now, thousands of thousands. Uh, I don't even say thousands. Hundreds, hundreds of videos. What makes you keep going, keep pushing? Um. Damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> Him, I don't I don't know man I just <laughs> God like you know I I pray every morning you know uh, me and my mom do this this uh this this 40 day bible verse thing we read mm -hmm. read the verses every morning and like me doing that like that put me in a whole different mode like I said as well so I just know like God, this this is the plan that God has for me so like that I automatically like just know okay I, I need to this is what I need to do I see on LSU campus of uh, colleges a lot. Did you go to LSU? Yeah, I was there for three years. Mm -hmm. I, I dropped out. You got twice. dropped out? <laughs> no, I dropped out twice. I dropped out twice. Why you dropped out? Uh, I dropped out too, so I ain't judging. I went to Southeastern. Shit, the first time, man, it was really like it was a lot of shit that was going on with me at LSU. Like I went to fucking jail at LSU. A lot of people don't know that. It wasn't no bad shit though, like that. Literally for being a fucking clown. Like, I had a clown mask on. Like, you know when all that clown shit was happening, when niggas was oh, putting yeah, clown masks on? Scaring people and shit? I did that shit, and these motherfuckers came and got me out of my dorm. Campus police? Campus police. They had a real jail, though. Like, LSU PD is like... On campus, they had a, like... Yes. Holding cells on They campus. put me in the fucking cell. This they nigga... They call anybody and... 
tell him, did he call your parents or your mom and say? Nah, my mom ain't even knew about this. I didn't even want to tell her because I was scared. But yeah. when she found out, it was like, it was kind of stupid because it's like, what the fuck? I didn't really do nothing. I just was like <laughs> pranking motherfuckers. I didn't touch nobody or anything like that. So it was like, it was on some bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, that happened. And how, like, how long was you in there before you continued? Shit, it was it was some hours. Like I was in that bitch, like just sitting. <laughs> I was in that bitch sitting, bro, for some hours. Right. Um, it was it was a lot of shit that happened at LSU, man. I was like I was doing my thing while I was there, uh, you know, still going viral, doing my shit, and then that's when the get the gat shit came about. Um, and like LSU like really shut me out, bro. Like I was just confused on what the fuck was going on. Cause it's like I'm a student here and look what I'm doing. Like I'm I got this this school on a fucking right, yeah, national man. platform. Like I know the football team doing their thing, but it's like I'm a student doing this shit. They didn't include me in nothing. They didn't invite me to none of the games, fucking parade. They ain't do shit. Shame but, on you, LSU. Right. Did you um talk to anybody about that? Oh yeah, I was talking to a lot of people, like a lot of the dudes on the team, like, you know, I'm 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 cool with them. I was always like mm -hmm. we was there like four years ago, like so I was cool with all of them. Mm -hmm. Um like yeah, even some of the staff on the football team, I talked to them and they'll like try to play me out, like now nah, play me and shit, like push push me to the side. Like they had kids that didn't even go there, you know, that was doing content and shit like I was. Mm -hmm. Didn't have the same amount of followers as me, but because there was, you know, of course. Different color, they would show love to them, invite them inside the stadium and shit. It was a whole bunch of shit, bro. So I, I just looked at that. And I'm like, maybe this ain't where I need to be at, cause it was a lot of distractions on top of that as well. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you decided to leave. You don't want to finish in the future. Currently, you think um, about it. I think about that shit every day. Since I do. Three years. You yeah, I think about it. it every day. But I feel like the type of time I'm on right now, I don't have time to yeah, to right. do that. Like I, I need to fully focus on Makes sense. on this shit right here. Now, when content creating, they have a like you said earlier, they have a bunch of people doing the same content, not the same but similar. Have you ever ran across someone who stole? Yes, your type? <laughs> I, knew, I knew what the I knew what you was about to say. I was waiting on the question. Yes, what was that experience? You see the same people I just explained to you when I was like, you know, right. like yeah. I said, I, now see, I had a, I had an interview before this that I spoke about this, mm -hmm. and I said names, I'm not going to do that this time, Okay. but it was definitely those people that I was referring to before. You can and, tell me off camera. Right. It was, it was them, you know, they, they did, they took my whole entire, like the priest guy, like how that was set up, mm -hmm. they took that whole setup. Mm -hmm. And just made it this shit like, and that's how they started popping. And you know, I don't really care too much about it now. Like, I felt like before when I was really pissed off about it, like that shit kept me. I think I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, it kept me in a different mind state. Like, I was, I was so caught up in, in that shit. I'm not even worrying about what I need to be doing. Like, I'm letting these motherfuckers pass me up just because I'm sitting here mad about what they're doing when I could be creating some other shit. Like, right. so you know. That was definitely one of the moments. There's been plenty of, of, of big motherfuckers though that did that. Like, uh, like I don't know if you know who Jay Versace is. Yeah, the um, dude with the yeah, time, huh? that nigga. I don't know, bro. Like, See, it's, I, gonna say no names. I had to look. I ain't never seen his name ever before, but <laughs> right. fuck, it just came to my head. You hear me? So, what video did he steal? 
Uh, man, he was doing out, he was doing our dolphin shit. Oh yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, he was doing our dolphin shit, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like what he was trying to make. It? He was like, oh, this is my new dance. It was some shit he was saying, bro, and I'm like, all right, really. Dang, nah, bro. And I want to um also talk about the growing up in New Orleans because we didn't talk about your upbringing. Did you did you grow up in New Orleans before? I assume that. Yeah, I um. <laughs> Uh, bro, I was I, I moved all around. I mm-hmm. I was born like in the east, moved to Gentilly, then we moved to Harrahan. Katrina hit, stayed in Harrahan a little while more, moved back to Gentilly, then back to the east. Like I just was all over the place, bro. <laughs> so you from just New Orleans, about right? How how was it? I guess growing up in New Orleans before Katrina. Uh, shit. That's where a lot of my influences come from. Like. People see me, you know, do a lot of dancing and shit to like old New Orleans bounce music. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, like he, he got, he really got me on that shit. Like I, I take a lot of the shit that I grew up around and implement that shit in every skit. Like I have a cousin, his name is uh, Rennie. Like me being around this nigga, like I get a lot of my ideas from him. Like just the way he act, like a goofy nigga that always dancing and just doing stupid shit. Like typical New Orleans, right? All right, now, as you get older, I guess after Kat- after Katrina, did you guys stay down here during Katrina? You guys? Left? Oh no, we uh we left. We went to Houston. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot around. of a lot of people went to Houston. A lot of um people say we was getting bullied in Houston. Oh, we was. New Orleans we we How was. was I got fucking. I never forget <laughs> it. I never fucking forget this. I got chased through a par- uh, apartment complex by this little girl mama. I point, look, you know, you know, badass children, like, when we live, uh-huh. I pointed my middle finger at the little girl. Uh-huh. Her mama chased me through the fucking apartments. Like. Yeah. She caught you? No. No. You ran in the house? Yes. And she came, <laughs> she came in knocking on the door and shit. What like, this was. What mama said? My, my mama wasn't nothing. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what it was. I just know that she came and knock, she came knocking on the door. That was one of the wildest fucking experiences I had. Damn. Now, um, was the Hot Boys, No Limit, Cash Money, was they, are they a big influence on your music? Uh, you I'm listen a, to a lot of them? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like like I said with my dad, like him, he listened to that shit. He'll bring me to school in the morning, like in middle school. It's 7, 8 in the morning. This nigga pull up to my school bumping some fucking uh Yeah, like some some, <laughs> some old cash money shit. So like I grew up on that. So definitely that's a big influence. For sure now. The um New Orleans music wave has caught the main mainstream eye with the Drake, the nice for what, the what's the other one? The In My Feelings. Yeah. And they came down here and um shot a video at some of the um, I guess the big places in New Orleans jeans. It was on a street car. They went to, in, on, on, in the French quarters and all like that. And now we have a new artist, Rifle 9. I saw you in Miami. You yes, travel sir. a lot. Yes, sir. You about to get a feature, bro? You start rapping. Oh, I already got a feature. <laughs> this, look, the song, look, Nate, that's, the, that's another thing. Niggas <laughs> don't know. I have a song out that's been out since last year with Rifle 9. What, on what? On Apple, Apple Music, on everything. And you are promoted? I did at the time, you know. <laughs> it looked I, like it need a repo mode. Yeah, now, I, I'm, a, I'm definitely, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've, I've been had that feature. We recorded that song probably two years ago, and I had put it out like last year. Facts, facts. 
Now, the, the traveling. You travel a lot, right? Uh, Not like I should, but I, I, I do some moving around. Do you see any um, differences in New Orleans and other places when yeah, you're definitely, traveling? Definitely, definitely. Um, I know, I just, like I said, I just came back from Miami. That shit definitely opened my eyes. It made me want to, you know, get back in my bag and do more skits like I should. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to, you know, try to downplay the city or nothing. But mm-hmm. I know my mindset of, like, just the way I move is, is completely different when I'm out of town. Like, mm-hmm. shit, just, I just want to do more when I'm out of town than when I'm in New Orleans. It's, it's, it's like a lot of distractions down here. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw you do some public interviews. Have you ever did them down here? I think... I, I, I did them on campus at LSU and Southern. I didn't necessarily do nothing in New Orleans, though. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was um, better? Because I saw um, a lot of people getting on your girl ass. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm going to definitely say the ones in Miami because uh, that was... Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. It was different. The women out there is real different. Um, I want to um, move on and talk about basically the comedian's you like and if you have a top five comedians on the skit side, skit then we're going to go to the stand-up side. Okay. Um, I'm going to definitely, number one, go with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, stand-up. Wait, we doing stand-up or a, a skit first? We, Are we just doing overall? No, I'm saying he do both, though. He do, he do skits, too? The Dave, you never saw the Chappelle show? Oh. <laughs> that's a skit. That's That's skits. Man, I'm tripping. That's skits. Go ahead. So, so he won. So that's Dave Chappelle. So we doing skits first. Dave Chappelle first on skits. Go ahead. All right, look. This this one I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just combine the list. All right, combine five, five though. All right, number one, Dave Chappelle. Matter of fact, no. I'm gonna go Jamie Foxx number one. Dave Chappelle number two. Tough. All right, number three. I'm gonna have to go with Martin. Martin Lawrence. Okay. Four. I got Mike Epps. Five. Chris Rock, Will Smith. Will Smith ain't the stand up. Funny plug. People, people I was, be thinking I was, that. I with I'm, I'm going to do, uh, <laughs> I might go Bernie Mac. Ain't you like Eddie Murphy? Not like Bernie Mac. I don't, I don't know. Bernie Mac the GOAT. For sure. Now, nah, man, we um talked about a lot of things. I have a couple cards for you. This is just something I do for every guest to get in the mind. It's about some relationship cards. Are you in a relationship? And you don't got to say yes or no if you want. <laughs> Currently, no. All right. No. So, there's a couple relationship cards I got. Ask y'all to see what your mind be. Just some funny stuff. Answer how you want. The first one is, you ask your significant other if they still love their ex. And they say yes. What happens next? <laughs> what the fuck There's no relationship We were no longer talking after that over with Cause why you with me Why you with me Why you not with that nigga What the fuck You can't love your ex That's bullshit we gonna go to the next one. Here. I don't. I don't. When I'm in a relationship, ain't no. You don't love I don't your ex. Think about my ex in the move. Her, but you still might love him. No. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We can't um, get him to budge on that one. <laughs> your significant other has been acting suspicious lately. In the middle of the night, you wake up and realize they left their phone unlocked. 
Would you go through it? Explain. He <laughs> <laughs> going through that bitch. I ain't nah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to you though. It's it's been uh, plenty of times where I didn't spare myself. I'm like, nah, my stomach gonna be hurting for a week. You hear me? I can't. Now nah, look, if that motherfucker had had history of going through my shit, I might have to see. You hear me? Because what the fuck you keep checking my phone for? You trying to make sure you ain't had no motive to be doing what you done. Hey, for sure. I'm going to get a couple more, sis. Them two was good, bro. I'm going to get a couple more. Yo, sin- oh, no, I don't like that one. You've been in a monogamous relationship for a while. And, yeah, and now your significant other wants to open up the relationship. Would you consider it? I'm not gonna lie, I kind of forgot what monogamous mean. Doesn't it mean like, like multiple women? Man, you sound like God do a single relationship monogamous. That's put one on pull one. Up, yeah, polygamy. Poly- that's multiple. Poly- women. <laughs> polygamy is multiple women, right? Yeah. Okay. She wanna open it up. Now they don't. They don't specify if she wanna open it up with other men or other women. Would you open it up with other women? Let's just say she talk about women. She oh, she women won't. into the relationship. Shit, we both, you know what I mean? We both about to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about to be sliding, you know what We both about to, you know what I mean? Joe's her. For sure, for sure. We got one more. Your parents say that they will disown you if you continue to date your significant other. Would you continue the relationship? I don't know. Mom's beyond it. She be knowing she be talking about with the females I be dealing with. Mm-hmm. So... Like my mama not on no crazy shit to what she'll be like, oh I don't like you I don't like you talking to her. But like if she tell me something, it ten times out of ten be true. So I be having to really listen to my mama sometimes. Mm-hmm. What's the best advice you get in your relationships? Shout out Mama Dukes. Um shit. She told a lot of times she told me not to chase a woman and you know you they'll chasing? they'll come they'll come back around and You be chasing? Depending on who you is. Depends. Okay, okay. Uh, I think this was game interview. I know you got to get going, bro. I know you got things to do tonight. You got the final four this weekend, y'all. Where you going to be tonight? Uh, I'm going to be at Treehouse tonight. You going to be at Treehouse, man. That's uptown. I don't know the street, but it was a good interview, man. Subtweet showing and You said you don't want to go by Subtweet no more before the interview. <laughs> Was that real? Or that it, was look, that I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a easing on people. You know I mean? I'm, a, I'm trying to ease out that name. It, it, every time I hear people say it, the shit just sound cringy. Yeah, like 2015, 2016 ish. You know, okay, okay. I feel like I'm elevating. You know I gotta graduate. For sure. Now, man, this is the Tavis podcast once again. We just gonna say Sean. We gonna say uh, Sean. Tavis podcast. Appreciate you for coming, brother. Look, we are one thing too. Oh, one thing. Shout out to my, my, my dogs over there at Winter Circle. Mm-hmm. You know, my dog Jerry and Raymond, you know how we doing it. One time for y'all, man. That's all I had to say. What do you say on the phone? J-Mart. J-Mart. <laughs> Winter Circle coming on the podcast, too. And we out. <laughs>